What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of Flockcast. This time it's a special Sunday edition uh, with your co-host, Colin Long. What's up, Colin? Jake, how we doing on this fine Sunday, my friend? I'm doing great, man. This weekend's been pretty all right. Saw another Grateful Dead cover band last night, the uh, Dead Revival Band at uh, Woodlands Tavern. Sick. So, how was that? They were pretty good. They were doing like the 15, 50th anniversary of Sunshine Daydream. So they went through the set list for that. So it was like a pretty long show. Nice, nice. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, man. But uh, we're coming at you on a Sunday show. Colin and I have been super duper busy this week just with work. I've been on overtime, and I know he's been super busy down in Miami. But Living uh, that overtime life. Overtime life, dude. That's right. You know, all the time I'm, I'm always applying Pigeon's lyrics to my freaking life, it seems like. No doubt about it. But we had some uh, pretty hot shows last weekend, I'd say. Oh yeah, the shows last weekend uh, were fantastic. I was able to make all three. I know that I was saying in the last show that I wasn't going to be able to make the Thursday show in Lexington, but able to last minute send that after working on my bike during the day, and uh, pretty much got there so- right before the show. So the Burl 100 show, right? That was where your 100 the, show was, the Burl? The Burl was 99. 99, got it, okay. Nice. Yeah, so I, it was an outdoor show, and I wasn't sure if I had been to this venue before, but when I got there, I was like, oh, I recognize this, recognize this uh, area, but I hadn't been to the Burl. It was at this other venue right down the street called the Manchester. That was the venue. Area was, What's that? How was the venue? Venue was cool. It was outside. Uh, there is a stage and an open area, and it like went up into a uh, arcade. So like the bar was an arcade. So there was like pinballs, old like NBA Jam, Galaga. Nice. Arcade That'd games. be a bit fun. Play at set break. <laughs> yeah, and there was like some uh unexpected uh songs thrown in uh that went kind of with the arcade thing but we'll talk about that in a second but i you know i parked real close right out back they didn't everything was like kind of lax at this place so everything was pretty chill at the merch table they had a few things that i hadn't seen in a minute they had some surreal pins that they didn't pull out the rest of the tour but they were in lexington they seemed to have like everything out in lexington Nice. Yeah, I don't know if they sold a bunch, but by the time we they were in Kalamazoo, there wasn't as much at all. So yeah, I'm looking for some fresh up. merch. That'd be dope. Yeah, but but how was the show at the Borough? Yeah, I mean, look, a, a too long opener. I feel like it probably had to set the uh, set the pace for the show right there. Yeah, too long. Greg was. And then into Fallen Place. Uh, hadn't really heard then, Fallen Place for a while, but it was a super duper long song. We went into like 11 minute territory. Yeah, and Fallen Place, when I first heard the song, it didn't quite hit me, but the more I hear it, the more I like that song. And that was definitely a, a good jammed out version of it for sure. 
Yeah, and then they went into something for you, which is my, my personally uh, most played song that I've ever I've seen this more than a quarter of the times that I've seen pigeons. So pretty good rotation. <laughs> well, I've heard this song live like twenty-seven times now. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you know, from from the something for you though, for me the the, the time to ride sandwich was just tasty. I can imagine when I'm listening to it, I probably played that like four or five times since uh, it's been on Nugs. I mean, how was it in there? I mean, that's obviously your, one of your, your intense favorites, Groove in the Heart as well. Yeah, well, I was totally surprised by the Penguins in the, in the middle of that. Yeah, you, Penguins, Funky Jam, Groove is in the Heart. And then they even go back into like eight, like a little over eight more minutes of time to ride, uh, which is just like taking that the distance. I, uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and that Groove in the Heart. I heard it coming again and I'm hanging out with Jack and Paige uh, and I, and I hear it coming. I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. They're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing it. And (laughs) Tiffany's not here and it's a Thursday and I'm by myself. And now here's another reason for her to get upset about (laughs) missing the show. And like, I text her. Yeah. Her grooving, grooving, Groove is in the heart, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I just played that at the bar because she was working a shift at Woodlands. So oh, that's it was funny. just serendipitous that they played that song, I guess. Of course, of course. But then but they finished up Time to Ride into Weightless, which is another one I haven't heard in a while, but it, it's a great uh, instrumental song. And then they wrap up that uh, – that set with Donna New Day and I and if you look on Nugs, there's like a review about them messing up on that song. But oh no, yeah, I don't. I wasn't really paying attention. I guess I don't pay attention when they're playing Donna New Day. I'm really just singing, <laughs> singing the lyrics. I guess yeah. Yeah, it's, look, it's a good way to end a set. You know, I mean, look, it's uh, you know coming back around then opening with a move like that, which you know they're playing a lot lately. But I'm not really against that. I've uh, I've always enjoyed this song. I used to complain they don't play it enough, and I guess they've uh, flipped it on its head now. They play it all the time. But good opener from there into the melting lights. But you know, from my perspective, what did you think about the twitch, the uh, the slow jam? That sounded like it was pretty dope. Well, uh, right after melt- melting lights, I looked behind me. And me, Jack and I, and Paige, we're just like sitting right in the middle uh, in front of Greg, like dead center back a little bit. So not on the rail. And I turn around after melting lights to look at Jack uh, to tell him something. And there's Kendall right there, uh, Kendall McCargo. And I'm like, what's Kendall doing right here? Something must be up. So, yeah, I mean, the Twitch was cool, but Kendall was there. Because he was filming the slowdown of Twitch, so he knew it was coming and everything. But we were able to get down together right there. But I thought it was cool. You know, they're trying new things and stuff like that. So that's it's great. I always love them trying to like expand stuff. You know. Yeah, look, it was a new direction. You know, they've done it for a couple songs. I guess two songs recently. We'll we'll get to the other one here in a minute, but. uh yeah, look, like to your point, they're trying new things, taking swings, you know, I'm for it. I, uh, you know, it's something different because look, especially if you've heard the song a couple of times and they can hit you with a different version. Uh, yeah, you know, you got to say that's what you go for, right? Yeah. And then they did that mid-set schwantham and Greg's getting pumped up for that. And that was a good one. We, 
everyone was getting down to that. Uh, Fade Fast is another. Fade Fast is an underrated song that I absolutely love. I love singing yeah. that, like I, staring I was, Greg in the eyes and singing "Fly." And shit. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, I li- actually listened to this version uh, the other day when I was putting it on. It's, it's lyrically is one of my favorite songs. You know, wrapping the world around my mind. I mean, there's so many great lyrics in that song. And to your point, it is. I think it's vastly underrated. It's such an amazing tune. Uh, yeah. And then from there, they go to the highest five PYT pinball, which is always a good time. Um, I love seeing Greg sing, sing Pretty Young Thing. That's, uh, he really gets into it every time. Yeah. And that Pinball Wizard was the audible that I was talking about that they threw in. It wasn't on the set list. They threw that in. And, you know, it drives – this is a little thing that drives me crazy. Uh, Greg knows every single word to Pretty Young Thing. He knows every single word to Pinball Wizard. He knows like every single word to like these cover songs, but he fudges originals all the time. And I'm just like, <laughs> get an iPad, dude. Just get an iPad up there. It's not. It's not like bad. No one's even gonna notice it. And if you need to like not mumble away from the mic to get the words right, or just like a reminder. Like it's going, it's okay, dude. It's not that big of a deal, but uh, <laughs> it's just annoying sometimes when I'm trying, I'm like singing the words right. And then I'm like, I'm like, did I fuck up or did Greg fuck up? Or maybe that's how he meant to sing it and you fucked up and you just didn't even know. Yeah. That's the perspective <laughs> that I want to hear. Thanks. Yeah. See, look, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Yeah. But then they finished with high as five. Uh, they wrapped it up nine minutes <laughs> for that high as five. And then when they went off stage, uh, Jeremy grabbed like the set list and was like, you know, I knew something was up. They were going to change something because they came out and they played King Kong for the encore. I don't know what they were doing, but I noticed that and uh, talked to Jeremy after the show a little bit. And I said that to him. He's like, yeah, man, what'd you think of the slow twitch? I was like, I thought it was sweet. He's like, yeah, we're trying new things. And I was like, I saw you grab that set list. Uh, before you went off he's like oh yeah did you but yeah that's all i said to him (laughs) after the show it was cool because you could like hang out for a while and i was talking to kendall for a bit and stuff and then after the show went back to Paige and uh i took Paige and jack back to their hotel so i hung out there for a little bit but i i ended up driving back to columbus Oof, what time do you get home from that? Well, I stopped at a uh, rest stop just before Cincinnati and, like, took a two-hour nap. So I got home at, like, 7 in the morning. Uh, good call on that, though, dude. Yeah, the worst thing you could do when you're driving that late night is push it. But, but then Yeah, I got, pl- I got plenty of space in my wagon that I can fully lay down. So I just laid down in the back of my car for two hours. And you're a tall drink of water, man. You need to stretch out. Yeah, it's hey, eighty-nine Camry is better than most modern cars. I'm telling you, bro. That thing is a tank, man. That thing will run forever. I love it. I hope so. It's just got a little bit of an oil leak. I gotta top it off sometimes. But then, uh, you know, pigeons came to Legend Valley, back home to like where Tiffy and I, uh, home festival grounds. I guess you could say. So we were able to be lucky enough to get out there and uh, 
we ended up getting there kind of early. So we saw the Sun Squabby set. How was that? It was good. It's good. I like Squabby. You know, they're fun. I lo- like watching them and stuff too. So I yeah, got them time. a couple of times. How was the festival overall? Like the whole setup there at Legend Valley for, uh, for the So Dreams? the festival, Secret Dreams was very well put on for its first year. It was. I saw a whole bunch of people complaining about it on their group on the group, but I mean, I was only there for a day and we drove in and then drove out. We didn't camp or anything, but the production and how everything was put on was done very, very well. I thought a lot of art installations, the stages were sweet. And if you're familiar with legend Valley, the main stage is where pigeons played. And after they played, we went and like walked around. We were like, let's go check out what's going on out back of the festival. And you go out back to the uh, backstage and it was like a whole nother festival was going on. Cause that's like really EDM stuff was. Yeah. It was insane. Cause there was about about as many people uh, to see pigeons uh, play on Friday that were at dome fest but then you went back in the back and there was like another like seven thousand people wow well i I think there was like there was ten thousand just a little bit over ten thousand for secret dreams and i think there was probably like a little bit close to around three thousand for uh dome fest yeah, when when Greg made the the Dome Fest call out, I, I could hear it in the crowd. There was probably a lot of people who were at Dome Fest there. It kind of kind of came through in the audio. Yeah, but then also, I was by like two or three couples that I had never seen pigeons before. It was their first time seeing pigeons. Look, that's kind of why festival sets are important, you know, for the bands because you have that chance. Look, they're there for Sound Tribe. They're there for whoever, right? And then you know they get to see pigeons come out, and they're like, "Fuck, these guys are really good. <laughs> they're in." Um, yeah, so the flock like, just keeps getting did bigger. I not know about these guys. Yeah, I, I remember at Dome Fest, uh, you know, I was working by vending tent. This guy comes by on the second day, and the first night at Dome Fest was his first pigeon show, and he was like, "Yeah, this Greg, that's cool what Greg does with the the the, the narration, the storytelling. I didn't know they did that. Is that that's what they do every time?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, <laughs> they don't do that every time at all." Uh, but that's great that you thought that. <laughs> Yeah. If you got something a little bit more unique and special, bud, but you know, good good for you for that being your first show. That was an awesome way to you know get in. But how was yeah. the set? Now pigeons come out there. They you know big crowd, Legend Valley. I mean, I'm sure it had to have high energy. Yeah, the set was cool. Uh, well, hey, you know what? Uh, Tiffany asked me what she thought of my hundred show that set because it ended up being my hundred show, and I was like, you know, it wasn't. <laughs> anything too special but i i mean it was fun and stuff there was a lot of people there we got to hang out with tony and ashley on the rail the entire night and uh yeah love tony love ashley great people so we were hanging out with them and stuff but you know the one thing i really thought was going to happen is i thought you were going to get your girls just want to have fun i really just was just waiting to hear it and i was like "Ah, i thought i thought for 100 show was going to happen yeah, I what well, I don't they don't give a fuck. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but I did I knew for certain that they were gonna come out with pop off. And so did Ashley, because she wore her pop off shirt 
and stuff. Shout out to Ashley for wearing the pop-off shirt, but they came out with pop-off. Pop-off was great. It was a longer pop-off, but I've definitely seen pop-offs with more oomph to them. So I, de- I was kind of like, oh, damn, let's go. But then they went into fun and funk. And I was like, God damn it, dude. What the fuck? Fun and funk. I like the pop off. And then Lost in Line. No, I'm, dude, I don't know. Fun and Funk is a great song. But like. Yeah. I feel you, though. I know what you're talking about, though. It's, you're at Secret Dreams. Right. Yeah. You got to be placed right. It's got to be, you know, there's a time and a place for the good fun and funk, I think. And you, ha- you had your chance to play pop off in the off shoot to do the pop shoot or whatever poop shoot <laughs> but they put fun and funk and lost in line in between it just put the pop off and then off shoot and then fun and funk later get it the people going you know but yeah, how was how was the lost in line lost in line's good greg doesn't greg never messes up like a rap or anything like that you know he's got those down yeah, he's got the raps down and stuff, but he can't sing "Sail On" all the way through. Maybe Greg's a closet rapper, and we just don't know it. That's his, like his. Oh yeah, for sure. Greg does. grew up in like New York City or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's rapping he's... on the corner. Yeah, <laughs> standing on a milk crate, rapping on the corner. I can see that. Oh yeah, dude, just Google search "scrambled Greg" and there's old pictures of Greg. It's really funny. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. But, you know, then you go off into your offshoot, uh, which seems like they put a lot into that. How was the Sound Tribe cover in that? Well, they did one more time. Yeah. Into the Sound Tribe uh, cover. I mean, I'm not a big Sound Tribe guy. I listen to Sound Tribe, but I couldn't name a whole bunch of songs, maybe like one or two. So, like, again, I see Kendall going crazy up front taking pictures and stuff like that so i'm assuming that's what it was and i texted him during it and he tells me that's what it was but it was good i was just assuming that it was like a new pigeons like section of offshoot so yeah i wasn't really sure but yeah it was good it sounded great yeah, look, going back to the one more time, I mean, just from the daft side of the moon, I'm actually going to have the poster here in front of my desk and look at it every day. And I love how they bring so much of that in there. You know, they, they you know, brought the Crescentals into AC. Like, I love when they bust that stuff out. I've been a big daft punk fan all my life. So it's just kind of a fun, very different, you know, kind of music they bring in and it just fits so well. So, uh, yeah, I'm for it anytime I get a little uh, daft punk in there, jams. Yeah, daft punk is, daft punk homework is one of the first CDs that I ever bought as a kid in 1997. Yeah, so, I think, uh, yeah, I, I could go on about my thoughts on that. We should, we should do a podcast just talking about that and go back into the, those shows because there's so much there, but they wrapped up the world, uh, the, the offshoot from here and went into world where they slowed it down again. And I thought that was sick because, you know, they really brought it down to like baseline and then just picked it up. I mean, how are the vibes when that was happening there? Vibes are high, man. It, it was Good time. A lot of people, like I said, a lot of fam were around the, pe- I guess, my fam, people that I know, because it was a big Midwest show, so there was a lot of people, like, you know, coming up and giving me hugs and stuff, giving us hugs and stuff, but World and Whoopi, I always love Whoopi. How was the, 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 the sit-in looked pretty good with Mike. I mean, you know, they bring out Uncle Mike, they do a, a different arrangement on World. It, it seemed like that was just a really solid all-around version. Yeah, it was really good. 
and uh you know but those those are songs that i've personally heard quite a bit and so like even porcupine porcupine was pretty nasty because it, it that's what wrapped up wrapped up the show because they ended up well they had and and whoopie they came out with stilt walkers they like these ladies on stilts and really? i didn't know what was going on there <laughs> With that, I was just like, what is going on with these tilt walkers? But I guess I was cool. You know. Was uh, that part of the fest though? It was it was the pigeon thing, or that was just part of the Secret Dreams Fest. They had that kind of just stuff going on. Well, they just had that all that. Yeah, they definitely had that stuff going on. They had like by that stage some type of like rain like suspension dancer and like one of those <coughs> I don't know what you call them, but she's like floating in a ring. And then there was like a fire dancing really? to the left where people were spinning fire and stuff like that. So it was a lot of like artistic production going on. I just wasn't expecting, you know, stilt walkers to come out with on Whoopi. Right. I, I remember the stilt walkers going around Dome Fest and all I was just, I was just worried about, like they're walking on uneven ground the whole time. It's dirt, it's rocks. I was like, you guys are brave. <laughs> I feel like oh. I'd be busting my ass walking around on stilts. Yeah, if you fall, that's a separated shoulder for sure. Oh, at the, yeah, you're, <laughs> no doubt about it. But hey, good for them for doing it. But uh, yeah, definitely not for me. Yeah, but, but you know, overall, ended, up, that, ended up the set with a liquid, and Tony and I are like looking at each other when they're about to play it. And he's just like, play something cool, be something cool. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's definitely liquid. And then they just wrapped it up with Liquid, another song that we've definitely seen, but always fun. Greg was getting it, did his little heel click in the air and everything like that. Get me off this roller coaster, man. I love that song. It's, uh, it's always a fun one, especially to wrap up a show. Um, but, you know, going from there, they, you know, uh, next stop was over in uh, Kalamazoo. And I had this, this new theory now uh, after, you know, watching the set list and hearing about what happened that anytime Poseidon, Beneath the surface and water are played in a set. They are going to get shut down. It just gives me peach fest PTSD all over again. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, went one there. Well, you know, I we got there kind of later in the afternoon because we took our time the next morning because it was like a four and a half hour drive. So we we left in the and got up there around five and stuff and we got to the venue early and I never checked the weather or anything. I was just assuming it was going to be nice the rest of the weekend. And we had the talk to Gator before the show for a little bit. And he's like telling us like, yeah, man, I hope we're able to play. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, there's storms coming through. And I'm like, Oh man, don't say that shit. You're definitely going to play. So yeah, before the show, I wasn't even expecting any of that rain to come through. But it seemed like they got a lot of show in, you know, before they got cut off because, you know, it's a pretty lengthy set list that they managed to get out there. Was it, were they just kind of, I hadn't had a chance to listen to the show yet. How were, how was just kind of uh, anything jammed out or were they just trying to get in through it? Oh, no, they, they definitely jammed out, uh, you know, live it up was on there. And uh, even the fortress in the beginning was kind of lengthy. Elefante. Yeah. Up funk. Up Funk was kind of like Gator's uh, solo, and that was a kind of shorter one. But that's when they, when, like, if you listen at the end of Beneath the Surface in Between Water, there, you can hear Jeremy ask Brett. Brett's the uh, 
tour manager he's like how are we looking brett and, he, and that's when he's asking about the weather yep. so you know they're they're definitely conscious of what's going on so that's when they are trying to like you can feel the energy almost increase after that poseidon and beneath the surface because they know that they're going to have to wrap up soon you know if that makes sense but before the poseidon I thought Elefante was going to be the set break. So I went to the restroom and I'm going by the sound booth and I asked Eric and Manny, I was like, are you guys doing two sets? And they both like shrug and put their hands up. Like, we don't know. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. So the the plan was definitely to do two sets, but that, you know, they were just crushing it out. Yeah. It was, uh, was Gator singing. Where is my mind? Yeah. Gator saying, saying where's my mind and it was uh two verses so it wasn't even a shorter one it was like pretty much the entire song because it's three minutes and yeah, I, lo- I love when gator gets to gets to uh sing a song I, he's always great i mean I, even when he, they did uh white rabbit out at uh what was that uh, new year's eve a couple years ago so cool I, I love when he gets behind it oh yeah and we it was raining the entire show and uh, I didn't have a raincoat, neither did Tiffany, but uh, Jay Taft and Christina Pickle came through in the clutch and gave Tiffany a uh, poncho. So she ended up staying pretty dry. Nice. And, but like the crowd was kind of thinned out because it was raining so much, but it was still a decent amount of people there so they opened with fortress went into let the boogie out and that that song's been stuck in my head ever since i'm just like let the boogie out out. yeah so that was fun (laughs) and live it up was great love live it up so much fun i've been listening to that live it up song from ac like i said like on repeat for a minute i ordered that one up you can thank me (laughs) i got my drink and i got my live it up oh yeah i remember that that was so good. Um, but then yeah. Elefante, I'm okay on Elefante. That's like a like a restroom song. That's what I said. I went I went to the restroom on that. I just I've seen the debut of it. I've seen the horns debut of it. I've just seen for me like this past like tour. It's just it was hammered in. They were like practicing or something. I guess on it. So like I'm I'm okay on Elefante. Well, but look, I, I, I want to move it up. Oh, love, sorry, yeah, move like that. You know, they're they're playing a lot of stuff with the new album, just kind of getting it out there, so it makes sense. But yeah. how so the Poseidon was good though. Yeah, Poseidon, fantastic. It's probably I'm not a big Poseidon guy. I mean, I love the song, but I'm not like I want to hear Poseidon. But this Poseidon was fantastic. It was bringing like tears in my eyes of just pure joy. And I'm just like standing there, arms up, smiling so hard, just like just tears of joy down my face. And I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on right now, but I love it. And that must be a peach fest, a peach fest. I was through, dude. It was just the waterworks were on. I was like, this is too much. I loved it. Arms in the air, right? Same thing, man. They bring it out of you with a good Poseidon. Yeah, because I'm just watching them and they're just like, they're so focused and intent in playing their music and doing like, presenting it in in a manner that's just so positive and pleasing that it's just like oh my god dude like it's possible for everyone to do this why isn't everyone doing this and you're just sitting there like god damn the chills down my spine right now because the energy that's just being put out there right now 
and yeah, the rain goosebumps right now and everything <laughs> it's just fantastic and like i train i train ben every once in a while and i didn't know if anyone knew that but i trained ben like as a fitness trainer and this past monday we were we were training and he was like, hey, man, we got a new uh, nickname for you. And I don't know if it's a good one, but we're thinking about calling you Quiche or Quiche. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, what, what, do you, what do you mean? And he's like, you were cheesing so hard during Poseidon. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too good, dude. So I was like, that's oh, my God. Good. So, yeah, they're definitely laughing at my goofy ass. All right, Lakeisha. Well, let's keep going then. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably why Ben looks so good, man. You've been you've been working him out. It's great. Ben looks good because he cares about himself. Well, that's also true. Yeah, I mean, look, that's how I met him. He was, you know, t- he was a vegan. He was eating healthy. I mean, that's actually how I like met the guy in the first place. So he's always been kind of, you know, focused on his health, and it's a good way to be. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, definitely. All those guys are. They all are. It's a priority of their lives, and that's why another reason why so much you know because they're able to balance so much stuff in their life yeah i just hooked them up with a ton of water drop uh and jeremy was cool enough to give me a shout out on instagram uh one of the stories for my company that was pretty tight but yeah keep the guys hydrated keep them healthy man keep them raging i love it hell yeah brother but yeah then they played beneath the surface and like you said i was feeling like peach i wasn't at peach but I remember they finished at Peach with Beneath the Surface, and I was like, oh, man, I hope this doesn't happen again when they have to cancel after the Beneath, beneath the Surface. But great. I love Beneath the Surface. And they've been keeping that song around the six-minute mark, so I can't wait for them to start jamming that bad boy out. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, overall that jam has, I think, so much potential, I think, as they continue to, uh, to work on it. I mean, I know they were back in, you know, they were practicing all week this week. And, uh, you know, I'm just to see what kind of comes out of, uh, you know, what they've been working on, you know, bringing into the next run of shows. Yeah, but then they played Water and, you know, Greg says it's an appropriate song to play. And of course it was because it was really coming down at that point. And uh, Water is always a great song, fun song, singable song, danceable song. A Reaver Derche. Uh, what's that? I said a Reaver Derche. A Reaver Derche. I'm sorry, my brother. You're good. But then uh, Up Funk, classic Up Funk. Like I said, Gators uh, solo I thought was just a little bit uh, shorter, but Ben had a little bit more extended section on that, which is always great. I think under the circumstances, Gators going to kind of keep it a little tighter because he knows that they're probably, uh, you know, short-lived for the rest of the set. So, you know, get through it, but get it done, but don't linger too long so they can play more show. Yeah, and he already had his chance to shine on Where Is My Mind. So, you know, he had to give it to some other members of the band. But Donkey Hotel was fun. Love Donkey Hotel. Uh, you asked for an ass. Well, you got it. So Hell yeah. And then. It's got to it's gotta hurt a little bit to have the rug pulled just at the intro to Kiwi. How, how far did they get into the song before they had to pull the plug? Uh, no words. He didn't start singing yet. Oh, that's just, that's painful. <laughs> yeah. You'd, you'd almost rather have them cut off it after Donkey Hotel than, than get the opening of a Kiwi and then just oop, pull the plug on you guys. Sorry, lightning. Oh, it's rough. I know. It sucked. I saw Brett come up to the side stage and I knew something was going to go up. And then like Jeremy looked at him 
and uh, I guess the signal for shutting it down is putting the hands up by the head and like wiggling your fingers and sticking out your tongue. So, oh, really? <laughs> that's yeah, it was like antlers, deer antlers, uh, and then wiggle the fingers. That's hilarious. And horrible all the same time. It. Well, they were trying to postpone it at first, so everyone went into the brew into the eccentric cafe which by the way is a very nice cafe it's very very nice staff were great beers were relative deep. i think the most expensive beer was like nine bucks at a venue so it was great and that's like you know a higher percentage alcohol beer but uh everyone went inside for a little bit but then they ended up canceling the show uh i wasn't mad about it it was a good show Look, you can't get mad. It's not the you know. Look, it's not like they chose. They have safety issues. The venue cuts shuts them down. I mean, look, it's you know obviously a Peach Fest was a kick in the gut, but I can't get mad at them for it. It's you know, it's out of their control, you know. So it's just a bummer. Yeah, it's. I mean, it it was surprising that they were playing anyways, just the because the amount of rain. I know most a lot of bands, not most bands, but probably a few bands would definitely not want to even go out there because there was like puddles on the stage you know they were under just like a little bit of an awning so like everything was crammed in super tight and stuff but uh, hey i wanted to mention something real quick about secret dreams and secret dreams on the main stage they had a huge led board and stuff like that and like tony looks at me he's like what do you think they're gonna do with this led board and i'm like absolutely nothing i know that for a fact that pigeons will never ever use an led board or some type of visuals because manny and the light god himself will be able to light up the fucking audience himself so that's what they did i just wanted to say that real quick yeah you know i, I, I mentioned on the lights it's interesting having gone to the recent fish run you know look it's it's no one can really deny that fish has great lights right chris Cotto does an amazing job but it's almost they've gone too far with these LEDs, like almost too far. Like it's like it's almost too much. Like I really appreciate the, the, the setup that the pigeons have. Like, you know, we obviously continue to innovate and continue to, you know, new technology. I'm sure it gives Manny more toys. But I mean, I think at some point these LEDs are just almost too much. And I feel like I'm crazy for even saying that. But I really love Manny's rig setup lately. I, lo I love to see the, uh, you know, continue iterations of it. And I think he's going to keep lighting us up to your point. But uh, I like where it's at right now a lot. So to, to see him not lean into the LEDs actually kind of excited me in a sense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I love, I love the classicness of the rock show that you're going to see. Yeah. Like real musicians, 100%. real everything. They're, yeah, they're real everything. That's, that's, they're a real boy. <laughs> yes, sir. But let's go into tour dates uh, unless yeah, you want to tour ask dates. me anything. Ask you anything um, about the shows in particular, my friend. All right. So, from the three shows, top two jams that you saw. Uh, top two jams. Yeah, from the, all three shows, your your pick two that you were like your these are my bust outs. If you're gonna listen to anything from those three shows, these two. Okay, so Kalamazoo, Poseidon. Hands that up, whole... tears out. All right, Poseidon. I'm yeah. there. Been jamming that. I haven't been listening to the Secret Dream set at all. So nothing off of that. And then uh, what probably the t the whole time to ride Penguin's Groove in the Heart section yeah, from the Pearl. 
I support that as well. You know, look, even from after the groove in the heart, the fact they go back in the time to ride for, I think, a little over eight minutes. You know, sometimes they, when they, you know, they'll just kind of close out time to ride with just kind of, you know, two or three minutes and just kind of just wrap it up. But for them to seem like kind of keep jamming into it is uh, definitely uh, listen worthy. I'd, I'd agree with you there. Yeah, they they were getting dirty on it too. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, got to put that on later again while I'm cleaning my apartment. Uh, but yeah, new tour dates have been announced. I couldn't be happier. Uh, obviously, the boys are coming down to Florida. Um, but if you want to kind of start at the top and we'll kind of get into that, uh, where are we at next, Jake? All right. Labor Day weekend. We're at AIMF Fest, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Adirondack Independence Music Festival in Lake George, New York. They play Friday uh, at that festival. And then they are off until September 9th and 10th at uh, Martha's Vineyard at Oak Bluffs, Massachusetts. And I'm, Eggie is actually the 10th, opening up the 10th on that date. And then, uh, what did I see? Is like Star, Micey, and Garrison Star is uh, opening on the 9th. And that's like a camp out. It's four sets over two days. That should be cool. I still have tickets, so we'll see if I can figure that one out. But uh, I think people who will show up for that will uh, you know, be in for a treat. I hope, yeah, it's definitely gonna be a fun show. Uh, Mike Renzetti is going to that, and it's going to those two shows are gonna end up being his hundred show, and we plan on having him on after that. So nice, what up, Renzetti? Yeah, and then they're off after that until September 15th in High Point, North Carolina at Ziggy's with Moon Hooch, and that was a show that was scheduled for their trip on the way down to the now rescheduled resonance music festival in Charleston, South Carolina. So this show is just going to be a solo show on a Thursday in uh, not a solo show, but just like a one, one show, one off one stop, which is condolences to everyone that had plans to go out to residence. That's obviously no one ever loves when a festival gets canceled. I've been curveballed. I know the feeling. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer that thing got canceled, but no, I guess we'll prevail. But you never know. Uh, they might end up making the best out of this and stop at another brewery on the way home and hey. try to squeeze in another show. If you're on the road, you might as well, right? It, it makes sense. I, I wouldn't put it past them. I know, I know they do these, uh, brewery shows because Jeremy likes to do them. I think brewery shows are great. I mean, who doesn't like pigeons and a brewery? I think those things kind of works, works. Yeah. So they're off uh, until they return back uh, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st in Baltimore, Maryland for the sold out shows at the 8x10. The not to be missed 8x10 shows that I might end up missing one of them now. Huh. hey now now you're in the boat with me and you were you were just twisting it twisting it in me and now yeah and now here i am taking on water thanks thanks jake thanks to me (laughs) october 1st might actually be doable still yeah look i'm definitely going to be at that one for sure um and and for what for whatever energy i didn't get to to let out uh the boogie i didn't let out then the previous night i will uh bring it on the first but yeah, that's, that's going to be an amazing run. I mean, look, hometown throwdown for those guys. You know, it's going to be a sick show. 
Yeah, I know everyone is excited for that one. But then they head to Athens, Georgia, October 6th at the Terrapin Beer Company with Moon Taxi. And I believe they're opening for Moon Taxi uh, at that show. But definitely they're probably going to do sit-ins because Moon Taxi has been doing sit-ins with them recently. And then they head after that Athens, Georgia show, they head over to Memphis, Tennessee at the Overton Park show. And I was just looking at this one uh, the other day and Overton Park shell is like an amphitheater. So it's like a shell amphitheater. Cool. And they open for Moon Taxi on Saturday. So this is a, October 8th is a Saturday. Uh, and it's part of like a two day festival. Because on Sunday, Daniel Donato plays, and then so does Tab Tab Benoit and the Dirty, Dirty Dozen Brass Band. But the same day as Moon Taxi and Pigeons on that Saturday, they have Star and Micey and that Garrison Star, who is also opening for them at the Martha's Vineyard show on that. Oh, Friday. cool. Yeah, nice. so... I don't. I haven't even looked at the star in my seeing Garrison star yet, so I'm, I'm gonna have to check them out. But then, after that little city festival, they are into their sa- s- southeast run. And right. my prayers have been motherfucking answered. Oh my god! Seeing this run come up, it's obviously having just moved to Florida. I've been pretty bummed that obviously the Northeast gets a lot of love from a lot of bands. Uh, but seeing them kind of have in Alabama, New Orleans, through just the whole Florida run, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I remember you asking me what you, what I thought they were gonna do, and I even said that they'd probably do more Northeast states. But yeah, they ended up doing the South, and they started off at the Saturn in Birmingham, Alabama, on October 9th, and then the 11th they go to. Tiptina's in New Orleans, baby. So that show is probably going to be fantastic if you're able to make that one, Colin. Definitely try to. Right now, it's looking like I'm going to jump on in Pensacola and then just end here at my place in Miami because where they're playing is like 10 minutes from where I live, which it's always good to go home after a show. You know, it's fun to rage a hotel or drive a couple hours, but. Being able to finish a four-day run where I'll be considerably tired, I'm sure, just drove a thousand plus miles. Going to end in my end in my own bed. Uh, kind of best case scenario. Dang, that is a four-day run. Yeah, starting in Pensacola on the 13th, and then the House of Blues, Orlando, October 14th, and uh, October 15th at Janice Live was is with. But that's the. Sh- uh, venue that Jack and I went to last year. And it was very I've heard cool. it's nice. I, I heard a few people tell me they like that place. Yeah, it's very cool. There's like a tree in the middle of it and it's like almost a courtyard. So like apartments surround the inside of it and stuff like that. And so does part of like the bar and venue. It's really cool. And then Yeah, like and then actually they- from there they're at the, the Miami band, uh, the Miami Beach band shell. And actually cool, uh, last night I was uh, at a friend's place for dinner and her apartment just overlooks the, uh, the the Miami Beach band's shell. So I could see a venue from the top and it looks so cool. The whole area around it, it's like this park that's around it. It's like 50 feet from the beach. 
you know, you can hang out at the beach during the day. I mean, it, there's so much. I think this, you know, for just an all day event, even just to kind of hang out before the show, it's, I'm so excited for it. I mean, I, I know I said it and I'll say it again, but yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, a show in my, uh, my now hometown. I love it. Yeah, Miami's going to pop off for sure. But then they're off from the 16th uh, currently. There might be more shows. Who knows? But until they do their Halloween run starting in uh, New Jersey at the Stone Pony on October 27th and then October 28th at the Sherman Theater in Stroudsburg. I'm excited to go back to the Sherman because that last time that they were there, that show was just amazing. Uh, I love that venue so much. Uh, it was really cool. So I'm looking forward to going back to Stroudsburg. Is this, is that Stroudsburg one like upstairs, almost in a gymnasium type thing? No, it's like a theater. Uh, it's funny when I saw a picture of it, obviously my memory might've been a little bit uh, blurry, uh, but it was, it's a bigger venue than I remember it being. There's like balconies in it. So it's, it's I, from what I remember, it's more attuned to like a capital theater type of setup, uh, but okay. it's just a really cool setup. Uh, you know, the, the area is just kind of quiet. So when the show gets out, it's just like <laughs> the rage just grows into the, into the streets. But yeah, it, it's going to be a fun, uh, fun show. And then from there, they were off to uh, back to College Street Music Hall. That's where they closed out the three day run from uh, Stop Making Cake, which is uh, cool for them to kind of finish this one up in the same spot. But still no announcement on Beam yet, right? No, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get one here probably probably early October, right? Is that what we were thinking? Maybe, yeah, probably in maybe September, end of September. Probably uh, right at the end of there. They might not, not announce it at the Vineyard shows or something. Cool, cool, cool. But then they have the two shows at the Jefferson Theater uh in charlotte charlottesville virginia but the big announcement recently is the new year's run with the magic beans which my credit card got melted the other day between tickets for florida and new year's eve but uh it was worth it it's i was i don't don't want to say i was bummed they're not going back to Asheville. i mean the last two two rounds in Asheville were just so amazing but you know stage ae is a great venue you know i can't say pittsburgh is a bad place so apart from being cold and i'll just be a little whiny bitch but I think it's going to be a great two nights there. I like how it's all the same venue too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, I ha- I'm holding off on all tickets right now. Uh, our child will be like two months old by New Year's, so probably not going to be able to make those ones at all. But they're just they're bring, it, just bring your baby to the rail, bro. Just bring your baby to the rail, bro. You'll be fine. I, I mean, if <laughs> Kathleen and you know brings. Lily and whatever, you know, we could definitely rage down with Boulder up front. No, dude, no way. Am I <laughs> Old to a pigeon showed. <laughs> yeah, right. But th- right. I- I'm excited about that. Uh, I know a whole bunch of people in the Midwest are excited about that. It's a close show. Uh, if we If we do end up going, it's only like a three hour drive for us to Pittsburgh from Columbus. So excited for that. I know Jack's excited for that. So is Simon, uh, Simon Pongratz is excited for that Pittsburgh guys. But uh, yeah, man, pigeons. Yeah. Are big week, it. big week of announcements. So, it, uh, you know, I was telling someone yesterday, they're like, how many shows are you going to see pigeons again this year? Two or three. And I'm like, hang on. No, wait, 11, 11. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I don't get it. Why do you guys go see the same band so many times? I'm like, ah, if you have to ask that question, you don't understand. 
Yeah, I know. Someone asked me the other day, I was like, don't you get tired of it? I'm like, dude, this was my 100th show. Obviously. I get tired of this question. That's what I get tired of. I get tired of this yeah. question. Obviously, <laughs> I don't get tired of it, dude. I'm willing to go to see them 101 Dalmatian times. You know, it's like, no, it's not tiring. <laughs> like why are you, why are you even here it was someone from a sh- that was at a show like don't you get tired of it i'm like why are you even here if you're asking at a show question, yeah. at a show yeah you're lost my friend you are lost can i help you find your way it seems like you're in the wrong place yeah well colin we're coming up on an hour uh thanks for doing this i know it took us a minute to get it out there but uh we finally were able to talk about some pigeons and uh yeah, a lot to talk about today. So it's definitely, uh, I'm glad we got to circle up on this. But yeah, be well, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Yes, sir. Love you, man. All right. Love everybody. Bye.